Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Socks on Tap. Tony, I, my first reaction is just fuck yes, let's go. Socks versus Detroit. That's that's where it all starts. It all starts taking care of business in house in the Central Division. That's right. I'm a meatball. You got to bring that top button swag, baby. It is always great to beat the Cubs. And I'm a homer, so I always say they're gonna. Dallas Keiko Lampson got some beards that you should be afraid of. Whatever, but he said when he gets out there, it's me versus the other guy, and I'm gonna beat him. So I just love that mentality. It's cool and fucking tough. Steve, Steve, would you say that Tony is mad online? I, I would definitely say that. The White Sox winner. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Socks on Tap. I'm your boy Buzz, and I am joined by absolutely nobody tonight. It's just me. It's just me, and you know it's fitting because you know it's it's me and the Sox lost three to one to the Oakland Athletics to lose the series. But before we get into this episode, be sure you're going on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Socks on Tap at on Tap Sportsnet. Following me at Buzz on Tap. Following the other guys, you can find their handles down in a little cool banner thing going on here. If you're listening to this podcast, you can follow them at Tony on Tap at Nani Johnny. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us, five-star rating and review, because that's cool and tough. And check out Grandstand. Go to GrandstandSocks.com. Follow them on socials at GrandstandSocks. Or if you're down by the ballpark, go to Grandstand. You get all your White Sox gear there, all Chicago sports gear. Whatever you need, check out Grandstand. Oh, we already have a uh, already have a comment here from Sports Guru. He says, should have pinched hit Billy in the end. You can't do that on his birthday. Can't do that. That's ignorant. It's his birthday. You got to let, you got to let him have that time to shine. My man, this is gonna be hard to go solo. Cause I like to drink a lot of beers while I go. And usually when the other person is talking, I'm able to, uh, I'm able to drink, but right now you're just going to have to take a pause here. Hang on. All right, let's break into it here. Sox had an early game today. 240 felt like one of those little Wednesday lineups, um, even though it's Thursday, because, you know, obviously you have the holiday where the Sox were off on Monday for Labor Day. But a lot of people upset about the lineup today. But, hey, it's not shocking. You're going into a series-ending game, getting ready for a Friday night game here against Boston. So we get uh, Cesar Hernandez, Luis Robert, Jose Abreu, Yasmani Grandal, Andrew Vaughn, Rami Gonzalez, Billy Hamilton, Danny Mendick, and Sebi Savala. Those, uh, that was a lineup for the Sox today, and uh, they didn't get it done. They did have seven hits. Um, Obviously, they didn't really turn it into anything because they only got one run. It's just been a narrative that uh, has kind of plagued us all season. Um, runners in scoring position, one for 14 in the last two days for the White Sox. They went one for five tonight, left six on base. It's just not what you want to see, not what you want to see. Um, a good takeaway from the game, if you could even muster up to have one, was Ronaldo Lopez. Uh, he comes out against a good team in Oakland. Uh, you know, he goes five innings. He lets up six hits, three runs. One of them earned. He had walked three, struck out two. Kind of rare for Raylo to have those, uh, not as many strikeouts, but I mean, it's been kind of his MO now. But he's a uh, 2.05 ERA for Raylo. He's still been good. It was a really good outing from him. Just sucks that we did not get him the run support because it could have been the day to do so. And it just didn't work out that way. Um, Manaya came out. He pitched a hell of a game. Uh, he went seven. He let up five hits, one run. It was earned. He walked one. He struck out nine. White Sox batters just had kind of, a, like I said, a little bit of a rough day. Outside of your two stars in the lineup, 
um, besides, you know, obviously, you know, Grandal, um, who is a star. He's been batting absolutely amazing since he's returned from injury. But Luis Robert, multi-hit game. Jose Abreu, multi-hit game. And he did have the lone RBI on the team. And that came in the top of the third inning when he scored uh, – Cesar Hernandez, who had started the inning off with a double, and uh, Brayu came up to, you know, score him with a single to center field. Other than that, it was just kind of, it was kind of shitty. Second inning, Kemp hit a triple, which scored Lowry in the bottom of the second inning to make it one nothing. I just mentioned the Abreu single to score Cesar Hernandez, which tied it up at one in the top of the third. Um, Starling Marte scored, and I believe. That was, I can't remember exactly what that was. You have to forgive me here. Marte, uh, it was after, I think, Olsen had walked. I know that. I, I was listening in the car on the way. You know, I had to work when the game first started. Didn't get home till like the sixth inning or so. But um, Marte had singled the center, and I believe he stole a base, which I think was like his 44th stolen base on the year, which is pretty goddamn impressive. Um, you know, I, I really wanted Starling Marte. You can go back into some early articles of ontapsportsnet.com earlier this season. We were writing about the Sox trying to acquire his services. Obviously didn't work out that way. Um, Olsen then walked. Um, and then I believe there was like a, um, there was like a pickoff play or something like that, where it was, they was able to score Marte and then it became two to one there. Um, and then Chapman fouled out to left and Olsen had gotten to third. This was on a pickoff attempt by Raylo and, um, you know, Chapman flied out to left and, um, Olsen score made it three to one. That, that ends the scoring here. You know, uh, bullpen looked pretty good. I'm pretty actually happy with the bullpen. They came in, they, they did good work. It was a mixture of Ryan Burr, Aaron Bummer and Ryan Zapera. They looked pretty good. They each went one inning and they all struck out two. So really good pitching performance in general from the Chicago White Sox tonight um, or this afternoon. I apologize. Really good pitching um, display from them. You know, didn't really, they didn't put you in the bad position besides Ray Lowe's error um, that he had a little bit of a defensive lapse again from birthday boy, Billy Hamilton, not again on him, just in general after last night's blunder. Uh, Billy Hamilton misplayed a ball that was hit down left field line there, and it turned out to get past him, which turned into a triple for Kemp. So that kind of sucked. But, you know, it's just kind of regrouping. You know, I mean, when Tim Anderson's not in this lineup, I just feel like it's extremely different, and it's extremely hard for these guys to get going. Steve always says, NWI Steve on the show always says that Tim is the uh, – straw that stirs the drink here and it just it sucks not to have him in the lineup it sucks to not have Eloy and can we talk about that for a hot fucking second this stadium is trash absolute trash you cannot make this shit up that Eloy Jimenez gets hurt because he gets fucking beaned with a foul ball in the dugout in his knee for a deep bone bruise it's unbelievable you can't make this shit up you can't <laughs> in my wildest dreams I wouldn't have thought that would happen and that happened. So I'm going to blame Oakland and the city of Oakland. Just say right now, I hate all of you. And that was deliberate. It was obviously not deliberate. I'm just talking shit, but I'm very irritated about it. It just sucks that we lose Eloy, lose a dynamic bat there for, you know, the game. And it, it, it's just hard to deal with. You know, he, I just feel like we just got him back. I know he's been back for over a month. I just feel like he just got him back. Then he goes down again. And I mean, the same situations just happen time and time again. Uh, for this White Sox roster, battling injuries all year long. It's just, 
absolutely insane. Another one from Sports Guru. Figured they could upgrade the stadium after they made all that money on Moneyball. Yeah, they, they think they could have, but the greedy, greedy son of a bitch has probably pocketed that shit, man, because that's what millionaires do, or billionaires. I mean, hey, that's why we're they're millionaires and billionaires, and I'm a hundred air. Is that what they call it, a hundred air? I think that's what they call it. I don't know. Regardless, you know, Sox end up losing the series here after starting off hot in, in the series and getting a win. Um, you know, it just doesn't go their way. We had a text message in our group chat today where I think it was NWI Steve. I could pull it up, but he had said in this in the group chat that the Sox are good for one game to score some runs. Let me see if I could find it. Um, it, it was just absolutely hysterical because it just makes you laugh. The offense is only allowed to show up once per series. Them's the rules. That was actually from Johnny. I got to give Johnny credit for that. You know, only once a series, the Sox offense can show up after the All-Star break. It's just you know, inconsistencies throughout it. Uh, injuries, again, do play a huge part in that, which blows, but there's not much you can do about it. So, you know, it, I know Tony and Johnny talked about the Dallas Keuchel start last night, but back-to-back -back games like that where Keuchel doesn't look good and then you come out, Raylo does look good, but the offense can't get it going. It just sucks. I mean, it, it's just hard to deal with back-to-back -back games like that. You know, we're trying to get good seating here. Uh, when the playoffs reach, you know, want to stay ahead. Obviously there's no need to worry right now at all about, you know, the Sox getting caught in the AL central. That's not, I don't, I don't foresee that happening. They're up 10 and a half games on Cleveland right now. Um, if they go 500 in this last stretch, I believe they were going to be like at 92 and 70 or something like that. So if they go 12 and 12, well, now it's going to be, yeah, they can still do 12 and 12. So if they go 12 and 12 here, they can end up, you know, at 92 wins, which is, is, is really good. You know, I mean, it's good for a team that's been battling injuries all year with the consistent part. Uh, the only consistency all year was your starting pitching, but then you kind of saw these last few weeks, the starting pitching go down with injuries, losing Giolito, you know, Carlos Rodon hitting the IL, Lance Lynn going on the IL for some rest and general soreness that he had. I mean, the lineup has just been ravished all year. You know, you got guys missing time left and right. So I'm still happy with that. I just wish the Sox could have uh, won the series because I fucking hate Oakland and I hate, you know, that we get our ass kicked there constantly. So, um, you know, I digress. Let's uh, let's look forward. Looking forward, Boston's coming to town. We will have Boston at guaranteed rate field tomorrow at 9 or at 9 10, 7 10. Uh, Steve and I will be in attendance on Johnny Nani's tickets. He's uh, actually on his way to a wedding out of state. So he was gracious enough to give us his tickets for the game. So NWI Steve and I will be in attendance tomorrow to watch uh, Carlos Rodon come back. I mean, which is which is awesome. He's going to go up against Tanner Houck, uh, who's 0-3 with a 3.26 ERA, 49 and two-third innings pitched for him. He struck out 62, walked 12, and let up three long balls. He's going up against Carlos Rodon, making his uh, little return here, 11-5 and with a 2.41 ERA, 119 and two-third innings pitched for him. He's let, only let up 85 hits. He struck out 168. Rodon has struck out 168 batters in 119 and two-third innings. He's been absolutely great when he has pitched this year, no doubt about it. He's only walked 32 and only let up 12 long balls. That is the pitching matchup for tomorrow. Boston enters this series at 80 and 62. The White Sox are 80 and 60. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be a good series, man. Boston's currently in second place right now in the, or the AL East. So, you know, that's something to keep your eye on, too. They're playing, you know, it's I don't think they're going to catch 
Tampa. I don't think that's possible. They're nine back at Tampa. That I mean, that that division is just tough. The, the AL East is tough, man. You have to deal with Tampa. You have the Yankees, who are right on their ass, too, nine and a half back. You have the Blue Jays, who are 11 back. I mean, this is just a tough – I would hate to be a fucking Oriole fan right now. That would just blow. I mean, usually most of the time that blows, but that would just, you know, that would really blow to be an Oriole fan having to deal with that kind of shit. But that's, you know, we're going up against a good team here. Boston is no slouch, you know, in their last 10 games. They are 5-5, five and five. Um, not like the Sox are much better because they're the exact same in their last 10. They are also 5-5. Five and five. So hopefully getting back at home, getting off this little West Coast swing will, you know, give some motivation to the Sox here. Hopefully Eloy can return to the lineup. I don't know if that's the case or not, like I said. I'm not really sure what's going on with him. I, I don't want him to miss too much time. It, it, it's just you want to have consistency within your lineup. These guys, you know, that have gotten hurt and whatever, you know, to just to get their reps in so they can get ready for the postseason. Missing time means you can, you know, not have your consistency there. Um, I don't know, man. It, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. Hopefully he'll uh, hopefully he'll be back. You know. And, you know, provide that bat in the lineup for us. So uh, that'll be tomorrow's game that I just broke down. Picks to click for tomorrow. I don't even know, actually, at this point who I want to take. You don't have Tim. I've been picking, you know, I picked Billy today on his birthday. He did get the triple, which was cool, but he did have that little issue in left. So that kind of fucking sucked. I don't want to jinx anybody. I think, you know what, dude? I think tomorrow I'm going to go. With Lurie Legend. I'm going to go with Lurie Garcia tomorrow as my pick to click. I think he'll be back in the lineup, which I did see some funny tweets today. People saying like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm complaining that Lurie's not in the lineup. Lurie's good. He's been good the last uh, little bit here. So, I mean, he's been killing it. So, I'll bring him back, get him in the lineup, and nice rest day for Lurie today. I'll take him as my pick to click. Hopefully, Rodon can come in dominate and i mean not that i'm worried about him not dominating or just being consistent enough to keep the socks in the game i'm more so worried about the offense they got they have to get it together give rodon a cushion you know when he comes out and he you know he's gonna get three outs right away rodon's gonna come out i I have the feeling then he's gonna come out he's gonna pitch a good game give him a cushion hit the fucking ball capitalize with runners in scoring position stop with this one for 14 and two day shit absolutely make it happen it needs to, you need to score for this guy. I mean, for every one of your pitchers, I understand it's baseball and it's not going to happen all the time, but laying an egg two fucking days in a row on the offensive side of the ball is just weak and lame, dude. They have to put the bat on the ball. They have to score runs. If you don't fucking score runs, you don't win games. I'm pretty sure I could look up that stat, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. You know, score runs. You're not going to win games. So take advantage of the good pitcher you have on the mound tomorrow. Get some motivation being back at guaranteed rate field in front of your home crowd, which I'm sure this place is going to be popping off tomorrow. It always pops off when Boston comes into town. So it's going to be popping off tomorrow. Use that as your motivation. Bring the juju in, man, and start hitting the ball and start scoring fucking runs. Lift the ball in the air. No ground and double play bullshit. Lift the ball in the air. Hit it out of there. That's what we need. We we already know we're getting it from Pito. We're getting it from Robert, who's just been on an absolute terror. Getting it from Grandal. Three people alone can't carry the team. Everybody else needs to step up in these big moments. And and, and that's what I want to see going into tomorrow's game. Um, I'm very excited again. Like I haven't been to, I went to the box game uh, against, what was that? Pittsburgh. We went a couple weeks ago where the on tap guys uh, got to go into a suite, which was super, super cool, man. Free food, free beer. You should never bring a poor kid like me there. 
I just ate a bunch and drank a bunch. It was just amazing. We even took a limo, which, you know, we're ballers on a budget, but my God, that was pretty fucking cool. But yeah, that's my little whole spiel and breakdown here. Um, you know, I, I just, I'm not worried. And if that makes sense to everybody who's listening, which thank you guys for listening. I actually got a lot of comments here, which is really nice because I'm flying solo. I have no idea how I'm doing. I, I really don't know how I'm doing most of the time when I'm even talking to somebody. Sometimes I'm blitz. Sometimes I'm just very serious. Sometimes I'm irritated or having fun, whatever. Um, but thank you all for throwing the uh, comments in there and shit. That's pretty fucking cool and tough. But uh, I just want to see them, you know, be consistent. I'm not worried yet, like I was saying before, but, you know, when I hate hypotheticals in sports and though I use them to my advantage a lot, like if that makes sense, I can give you an example of the past. So in the past I've used like, you know, if, if Derek Rose would never tore his ACL in the, you know, 2011 season, 2011, 2012 season, and the bulls had rip Hamilton as their starting two guard. I think the bulls could have beat the fucking heat, you know, but like, that's again, a hypothetical in sports that I don't like. So I relate that here to the White Sox right now is like, we'd be beating the shit out of all these teams if we were at full strength, which we just haven't been all year. We've had like little glimpses of it. And even, I don't think there's been one time this year where like everybody that was slated to be in the lineup is in the lineup because Angle's been hurt most of it too. So he wasn't there. So, I mean, it's just like, it's just a pain in the ass between losing Yasmani Grandal, between losing Eloy and then Luis Robert. And then when we had Magical before we shipped him off to the north side, you know, like everybody was always hurt. And then these guys start finally flooding back in, but then you lose Lynn and then you lose Giolito, then you lose Rodon. And it's just like, holy shit. Then you have Dallas Keuchel who just lost his mojo, Austin Power style, like literally needs to find his fucking mojo and quick because it's, it's, uh, it's looking like he's not even going to be on the playoff roster with how bad he's been. So, um, you know, and it makes me, I put out a tweet earlier about how, like, I feel so bad for the guy that he hasn't, you know, performed. I know a lot of people didn't like the smugness that he came in with. He wanted to teach the clubhouse how to win and all that nonsense. He does kind of come from a lot of, uh, controversy when he was in Houston. And obviously I'm not going to bore you guys with the whole Astros scandal or whatever, but you know, I, I like Dallas. He pitched well last year for the Sox. I mean, it was absolutely amazing. A lot of people called it luck and a lot of those people are looking right right now. And, uh, you know, it's just my whole point is, is I hate hypotheticals like, you know, that we can get through these teams with everybody healthy. I wish we could see it, I guess, is what I'm driving my point home here is I wish we could see a healthy Sox squad from top to bottom play these upper tier teams and be able to make some noise against them. You know, that's what I really wish we were uh, seeing tomorrow. But unfortunately, there will be no Tim Anderson. I don't know about Eloy Jimenez yet. At least Rodon's on the bump and. Hopefully the White Sox can pull out a winner because I don't want to lose another series because it's just fucking annoying. It's it's fucking annoying to talk about when we lose series. I get really pissed off. And, you know, this team has just so much talent that you want to see come to fruition and see thrive. And, and I think they'll get there again if they can get healthy. That's like the biggest, biggest need for this team, obviously, right now. I mean, you could talk about other issues like, you know, How's the defense or how's the bullpen or, you know, all that nonsense. Like once you get healthy, I think that you could really, you know, diagnose what the actual issues you need to address and try to fix are heading into the postseason. But when you have guys like Danny Mendick and, you know, Danny Mendick playing or, you know, God bless his soul, Rami Gonzalez, who's up here for the first time, who had a really good hit in the top of the ninth today. He had a double, um, you know, it, it's just, 
those guys are not major league major leaguers, you know, um, right now, you know, maybe Rami Gonzalez could be, I think we have a big enough sample size of Danny Mendick. It's just, I wish everybody was healthy, whatever. But um, yeah. So other than that, I don't think I have anything else to talk about. I feel like Steve from blues clues right now. Do you have anything to talk about? No. Oh, great. Okay. I'm going to take a sip of my beer then. Well, I have no idea who'll be on the show tomorrow. Um, cause me and Steve, I, again, we'll be in attendance. Maybe Tony can just send me the link of Streamyard, and we can do it live as we're walking out of the stadium. Maybe we can do something like that, but everybody, thank you for joining this solo episode of socks on tap. Be sure you go to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at socks on tap at on tap sportsnet. Follow me at buzz on tap five-star rating and review anywhere. You can listen to podcasts cause you could listen to us there. Something's beeping in my basement. Don't know what that was. I don't know if you all heard that, but it kind of freaked the fuck out of me, actually. Is that a fire alarm? What is that? Well, if I die, I die. You know, we'll, uh, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Captain always goes down with the ship. Go to Grandstand. Check out GrandstandSocks.com. Follow them on socials at GrandstandSocks or walk over to Grandstand if you're at the ballpark for all your White Sox gear, Chicago sports gear. You can find it over at Grandstand. Who knows we'll be back tomorrow, but I'm sure it'll be a good one if the White Sox get a winner. White Sox forever. And like Steve would say, White Sox for life.